Hey, this is Jimbo for Two Shots on a Barrel, and I'm hanging out with my buddy, J-Bo. What's going on, buddy? Well, listen, I, I figured it was time that we uh, tell everybody how much we appreciate uh, you guys listening to Two Shots on a Barrel. We would appreciate also, J-Bo, if they would go out and review the show, give us some good constructive criticism. But honestly, J-Bo, we like five stars and just really good Really good comments. That's right. And if you could avoid doing it when you're really drunk, that would be a very helpful uh, situation. You left a review for me on a page, and obviously you were 10 past where you should have been leaving that review. But uh, yeah, just even if you have to lie, talk good about us, please. Absolutely. We're available on all kinds of uh, podcast platforms, including iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify. You name it, we are out there. The other thing, J-Bo, is we would love to hear from you. If you know somebody that would love to be on the show, uh, you can always reach out to us, J-Bo. Tell them That's how. right. We have an email, and we've had it for about a year now, but we keep forgetting to tell you we have it. It's two shots podcast show at gmail.com. That's the number two, two shots podcast show at gmail.com. Dot com. Please, please, please send us an email. And I think the cool thing to tell everybody too, Jacob, is we're very active out on social media. We've got a Two Shots on a Barrel group page on Facebook. You're also a TikTok guy. I didn't realize you were a TikTok guy. But we actually do TikTok, Instagram, and all kinds. Of yeah, we're on every, things. we're on everything. We're, we're not really, uh, really good at it, but we're on there. So get on there, laugh at our TikToks, and uh, I'm sure I'll get Jim on a TikTok here before long. All it takes is for one to go viral, Jabo, and it's as crazy stupid as you are. It's probably going to happen. It's going to happen. Either I'm going to get frost bit doing these uh, TikToks or uh, we're going to have them go viral. So, so we're excited uh, about Two Shots. We are broadcasting out of our studios here in Main Street, Bourbon Country. It's a state-of-the-art studios uh, where we're going to have many, many guests and many, many shows for you to listen to. That's right. We're right here in the Pearl of Lebanon. Lebanon Health and Fitness in downtown Lebanon, Kentucky, just just sideways of uh, Rigetti's Restaurant. Make sure when you are in on the Bourbon Trail, if you're uh, staying in Marion County in Lebanon, make sure you come by. They have a state-of-the-art fitness center. It's really a uh, all-inclusive uh, center for uh, whether you're uh, men, women. They've got a place yeah. that your kids, if you're coming in for the Bourbon Trail with your kids, I have no reason to understand why you would be doing that. But in case you are, right. they can they can do it all right here at uh, Lebanon Health and Fitness. If you're only going to be here a day, they have $7 one-day uh fees to come in and work out all day long yeah so can't beat it anyways with with that said we appreciate you listening to our shows and without further ado it's two shots on a barrel Kentucky, the bourbon capital of the world, is two shots on a barrel with your host, a couple of hot shots of their own, the Bow Brothers. The Bow Brothers. Man, speaking of hot shots, you are on fire today, Jeb. I'm on fire. You brought out the ammunition, dude, with today's (sighs) bourbon selection. 
my goodness gracious, mm. what was it like a one twelve something not a proof, and then a bringing out a one fifteen? I mean, you're not messing around today. Look, I figure since it's lunchtime, we're doing a, our first lunchtime uh, podcast that I can remember that I ought to bring out the the you know the best of the best, and our guest uh, deserves the best of the best. Right, right, so. I would agree with that. Well, my gosh, that first one about <laughs> kicked my. Knocked us back for a minute, didn't it? Yeah, this, yeah. Boy, this isn't smooth. All right, I got to oh, try this. So, so Jabo, officially tell oh, everybody what we're drinking. All right, right now, <laughs> Old Forester, nineteen twenty Prohibition style. Now that's good, is it? That is that is really good. One fifteen, but very smooth. Uh, it's smooth, huh? Oh, that's that's that's. I'm I still like. struggling on the first one. Seriously? Out? Yeah, I got to drink some water. And I'm not a wimp, but that I got to get all that out of my mouth. You're being very puny today. Look, I am, man. Here, let's do this. Mm. <laughs> all right, take a drink. All right, now I'm ready. Let's try it. Right. Al Capone drank this, J-Boy. Hey, that's all I need to hear. All right, so we got a fun mm. show today. I've really, I've really, really been excited about this show. Um, first of all, we, we want to welcome in our good buddy, Harry Van Wye. Yes, sir. Harry, it's been way too long, man. We should have had you on... A long time ago, but it's, it's he's kind of a busy guy. He's always busy. We talked about it. We just never hooked up. Yeah, yeah. Look, the only time he stops working is when Salem walks by. Then he'll <laughs> shut everything down. And then hey, just to get it. a little hug and kiss from that little that's guy. That's right. He is such, a, and so is Amira. That's right. That's Those right. two are something else. Now look, if Jim and I walk by, he'd be like, "I'll be with you, man. I'll just come back some other time." <laughs> but uh, the kids yeah. walk in. He's like, "All right." Lock the doors. Everything else stops. That's yeah. right. Kids are here. Right. Yeah. They love you. Amen. Man, uh, Harry Van Wyde, I tell you what, uh, it's it's we've known each other for years and years. We talked before we went on the show. Uh, 20, guess, 20 plus years. Yeah, I guess we kind of got got to know each other kind of when when Gabby, your 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 sweetheart daughter, was playing uh, youth basketball. Yep. And had a chance to to coach that little sweetheart, and so we we just kind of hit it off ever since then. We have, yep, yep, yep. She just fell in love with Jim Reed with her as her basketball coach. It's all it's only because he fed them so much. It's not because he taught her anything. It's, Let's go get some pizza, girls. All right, all right that's it. I fed them with. Positivity, oh, encouragement, and discipline. You did, that's Jim. That's J-Bow. exactly right. All right. When it was when the season was over, I said, "Gabby, you're going to play next year." Yeah, I'll play again next year if if I have the same coach. If Jim's going to be my coach. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, you and I have talked a little bit about what I've heard the story, but I'm not sure everybody has heard this story about how Harry Van Wye came to this little piece of heaven that we get to call Marion County yeah, in man. Central Kentucky. It's a cool story. Tell us and about it. It is a piece of heaven here. It yeah. is the place to be. Don't you all agree? Oh, I agree. People that have never been away or never lived in another place don't really realize how wonderful it is here. I mean, what we really have, what we're blessed with here, but... Uh, I, as a little boy, grew up in a town, a little Italian town in upstate New York. Uh, so you are an Italian I'm guy. I'm an Italian, yes. My last name is Van Wy, which is my daddy's name. He's a Dutchman. But my mother's name was Canavino. 
And so she's about as Italian as they get. Her father was born over there in Florence, oh, Italy. Oh, wow. And uh, this little, most little towns up there in upstate New York in that area are that. They're little Italian villages. I don't know why, but that's what they are. The, the saying goes, the, the uh, Italians came and moved to Binghamton, which is where I was born, Binghamton, New York. And there was an Endicott Johnson Shoe Company. That's where they made shoes, and that's what the Italians did, the, the old cobblers. And they'd land in New York, and they couldn't speak English. They say, uh, "Oh, get a hold of somebody on the street," and they say, "You, which away, EJ?" That's what it was called, Endicott Johnson, EJ Shoes. Which away, EJ? That's the only thing they knew how to talk, say. Yeah. So they'd get pointed to the direction, and off they'd go and get their jobs, get their work, and EJ Shoes. Wow. So that's where I grew up in a little little upstate New York, a little town called Norwich, New York. Uh, it's between Binghamton and Syracuse. Little, uh, there's a ton of little towns like that. Awesome. Well, I loved it there. It was a, it was a town a lot like Lebanon, about 8,000 people, I'd say. Mm-hmm. A couple of big employers, you know, factories, uh, mm-hmm. uh, shoe companies, uh, uh, actually Norwich Pharmaceuticals, which is the start of Norwich Pharmacies was ended up being bought out by Procter & Gamble. So they were the big employer there. So most people worked at a, far, at a factory or pharmacy there. Well, that was my life. Little, little guy in a little town, and I just loved it. I didn't know anything any different. Then uh, I grew up and uh, moved to Bradenton, Florida. It ended up in Bradenton, Florida. After so, college. so how? How? Oh, okay. So after you got out of college, yes. Okay. Yes. Actually, truthfully, I moved to Bradenton. Hey, Mickey Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I moved to Bradenton uh, right directly out of high school. Didn't even go to college. I got done with high school, and I was all done with school. I was not going to go to college. Of course, you know, after flopping around like that for a few years, you, <laughs> <Yeah>. you learn. <laughs> right, right. Some people know better right off the bat. Some don't. Yeah. So uh, then I went back to New York. My uh, stepfather put me through school up there in New York. I went to uh, 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 to college in Binghamton, New York. So how long did you stay in Bradenton? In Bradenton. Well, then after I got done with college back in uh, New York, then I moved. then I moved back to Bradenton and stayed there for started my business there my accounting and tax practice and stayed there for 25 years or 20 years something like that and uh so fresh out of high school you move to Bradenton mm-hmm. you figure out this this isn't this isn't going to work so you head back to you New head York. back to New York yep. you graduate from college that's right and then you say I'm moving right, back to I'm Bradenton back to Bradenton yes so that's how it played out in the beginning and then uh couple of years later, my stepfather, who was an accountant up in Norwich, New York, he moved down here, down to Bradenton. Actually, he moved to Sarasota, where he still is, still in practice down there. But uh, Norwich, the town where I grew up, like I said, it was a little town of about 8,000 people. By the time I uh, wanted to go to Bradenton, or wanted to get out of Norwich, I wanted to spread my wings and get away and get something bigger. So I went to that Bradenton, Florida town. And that, at that time, was a, a town that would have been 1973, I think. 
And that was a town of about 20,000 people. So to me, to go from 8,000 to 20,000, that was a big step. That mm-hmm. Brayton yeah. was a big, a big city to me. Mm-hmm. Well, then over the next 30 years, Bradenton grew and became about a quarter of a million people. Holy moly. Well, now, that's too much for me. I, yeah. didn't, I didn't really want that. So uh, too big. Uh, didn't like all of that, so I uh, uh, started looking. I told my wife, Sherry, I said, we're going to find a different place here. This is, this is too big for us. So we, it's funny, we got a, uh, a map out or an atlas out. Mm-hmm. And I would look, you know, I can look at an atlas and find, okay, this, this city, you can tell from the, the size of the, the print of the city on the map how big it is. Yeah, and uh, we picked out towns. I wanted to find something about the size of what my New York town was—about mm-hmm. ten, twelve thousand, eight to twelve thousand people. So you could figure that out by the size print. Looking each yeah. stat, each state, I'd be looking in Georgia and Alabama, uh, North and South Carolina. We did, and, and we took Sherry and I took two years almost traveling around. We picked out these towns from their size. And we look, went and looked at them, looked for them to see, okay, now where are we going to go? We're going to get out of this quarter of a million people, Bradenton Town. We're going to find something better because now we have the two little girls, Gabby and Chelsea. So how old were you in, when, this, when this process started, when roughly? When this process started, I would have been, uh, let me think here. And he's only like 20 now. Uh, so I yeah, I know. I, know. I was just young. a kid. Yeah. <laughs> I was uh, uh, 40. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, when we had the two little ones that we wanted, I wanted them to come grow up in a better atmosphere, a better town than where we are, where we're at. Smaller town. Right. So we did, we looked at, we looked in a bunch of places. I mean, we went to a lot of, a lot of destinations and stayed overnight and looked town over and so on and so forth. And then, like I said, it was about two years we did that. And finally, Jim and, Jeremy, I said, you know what? I've been seeing this advertisements for this place in Kentucky. We hadn't gone to Kentucky yet. This place in Kentucky called Bardstown. They advertise it. It's, uh, uh, it's a place that Stephen Foster wrote, My Old Kentucky Home and all this. And it's such a wonderful place to grow up and to have kids. And It sounds like what we're looking for. Mm-hmm. I wanted to find my Norwich, New York but I didn't want to go way back up there. Mm-hmm. Right. I wanted to stay in the south. Well, now I'm kind of getting up there further in Kentucky. I was looking in the Carolinas and Georgia, Alabama, and didn't, didn't find what I wanted yet or didn't decide. I found some, but I hadn't decided yet. So uh, I said to Sherry, I'm gonna, I want to look at this place called Bardstown, Kentucky. And she said, well, I'm not going there. You go. <laughs> so I said, okay, well, I'll, I'll go myself then. So off I went. I flew into Louisville. And you know that, no, I flew into Lexington. And you know that drive from Lexington to Barton is beautiful drive. Oh, yes. Yeah, and so I was like going, oh, oh, this is a really nice place. I was, Sherry was here with me. So I got to uh, Bardstown. I looked Bardstown over and I said, geez, this is really cool here. And I had, I, had, uh, I had decided to stay. I was going to stay like two or three days. So then I said, well, you know, let's see what else is around here. So then I went looking at So there's this little town called Harrodsburg, 
There's another little town called Springfield, uh, another little town called Lebanon. I'm going to check these little towns out all around this area. Mm-hmm. So I did. I went to, the, went to these. And when I hit Lebanon, I said, oh, that looks like what I want. This looks like the town that I grew up in, in Norwich, New York. And it does. I said, it's beautiful. So I checked Lebanon out. I got with uh, Bill Parman. Mm-hmm. Yep. He was open. It was a weekend, and he was open. There he was in there working, working away. So uh, he showed me a couple of places. I ended up, uh, well, I ended up at that point calling Sherry and saying, Sherry, I found a place for us. You're going to have to come up here. You're going to have to check Lebanon out. It's really a perfect little town. It is the place to bring our girls up. Oh, man. So that's how we ended up here. And then, you know, then we got with Bill Parman, and he showed me a few places, and I ended up buying a place out in Gravel Switch. Mm-hmm. How, how quaint is that? I tell my friends back down in Florida that I live now in Gravel Switch, Kentucky. <laughs> they, they chuckle, and, boy, does that ever sound quaint? Gravel Switch? <laughs> yeah, so that's how I ended up here. What a story. Yeah, it was, like, it was almost like where you take a – take a dart and throw it at a map and say, okay, let's go check this place out. But we did have criteria, you know, the, the size, and I didn't want the town to be near an interstate. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'd look, I'd, you know, I'd look on the map and I'd see where it is. And if it was, oh, hey, this is a town of 10,000 people, then I'd go and look and see where it is. And if it was right on an interstate, I would cancel it right away. But if it wasn't, like Lebanon is not. Right. Bardstown is not. I wanted to go there and take a look. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what drew us here. It's what got us here. Awesome, man. A quest. <laughs> now, look. Uh, what an incredible story. Man, we're blessed that he found this place. I yeah, mean, it, I, I'm a better person knowing this guy right here in front of me. <laughs> I, I, I tell you. Well, it, it, it's not just me and you, J-Bo. It's the community. Oh, yes. I mean, it's, it's, it's the community is better for the decision of Harry and his family to be here. Look, the word got out that he was doing a podcast today and uh, – one of our local physicians just poked me in the back, and I, I might have peed a little bit. Scared me, uh, but left both of y'all a gift. Oh boy! It's fresh, warm baklava from, mm. from Doctor Leathers. Oh my mm. gosh! So y'all both got some uh, mm. baklava. Ooh, have you ever had her? Le- oh, baklava? I have. I have. It is a. It's to die for. Yes, it is. It's fresh and just out of the oven. So you guys got the first. We, we have a truly cultural, diverse show today. We've talked about uh, Harry's uh, Dutch and Italian mm-hmm. uh, heritage, and, and now we're, we're into the Lebanese oh, yes. uh, heritage. Lebanese, Greek. Look, we, oh, yeah. we never have deliveries during podcasts. It's just when Harry's incredible. What do you think? Here. Boy. I tell you, man. You need to come more often. Yeah, man. I will if I know this is going to happen. Heck yeah. <laughs> so, That's great. That's wow. Great. So, so. You guys make the move to Kentucky. Gravel switch Kentucky. We moved to Kentucky, and you know, a lot of times if you're going to move, if a person's going to move to a new area that you never knew anything, you never, I never grew up here. Mm -hmm. I was never around here. But I moved here and I put my two girls in school. They were in kindergarten and first grade. And I think that probably that was the thing because I had girls in school, little ones in school, that got us an acceptance right away with the community with that level. Yeah, you know? Right. So because that, and, you know, and I'm not a kind of guy, to, neither is my wife, just to sit around and do nothing. So we 
immersed ourselves into it, got involved with it. It's where we met you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, I found out real quick that Lebanon is a community where they're real involved with their kids in sports and so on, you know, extracurricular things. I mean, uh, the ham days, I was blown away when ham days happened. You know, <laughs> I said, holy mackerel, this little town really knows how to celebrate. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was all, that was like a big family day. And uh, so I was r- really impressed with all of that, more so, you know, than I was with just the, aesthetics of the town you know just the looks of it was what drew me here to begin with and then when i saw how everybody was how open and accepting and friendly uh then that sucked me it sucked me right in y'all did <laughs> <laughs> yeah man well jim look let's take a quick break eat some uh, baklava and take a few more gulps of bourbon and get right back into it with uh break number two what do you think i think uh yeah what do you think? I, mean, I think keep you, keep. Yeah, keep. you were looking at the computer like, uh, where's that button to push? So I was trying to help you out there a little bit. But uh, yes, uh, if y'all need a pocket knife to bust open that baklava, I got one right here I for you. Jim doesn't carry a, a pocket right knife; there. he's not old enough to operate one yet. No. <laughs> but uh, man, I tell you what, you know what? We love Harry, but we we also love Santa Claus. Maybe we could talk a little. I do want to talk about Christmas that story. Yes. I do absolutely because you can't talk about Harry without ta- talking about Santa. And I agree. so, uh, good deal. We'll talk about. That. Yeah, let's do that when we come back. Okay. Uh, thanks so much to like our to. sponsors. Take a, take a listen, and we appreciate all those fine folks. We'll be right back on two shots. All right, so Jabo, I found out the um, the older you get, the more kids as your kids grow older, you suddenly have a damn fleet of vehicles. <laughs> and and the both of us, man, we can tell you all about it. Uh, we both have brand new sixteen year olds hitting the road. So uh, let me tell you how often we're visiting big old tires these days. And it's important when you got your 16-year-old out on the road, you have good tires. Oh, absolutely. And the place to go, we know, is Big O Tires of Lebanon and Barstow. That's right. Billy Taft has been doing this a long, long time. If you want advice on getting the perfect tire for the perfect vehicle, go to Billy Taft first at Big O Tire. And not only can they supply you with some great tires, they also can do oil changes, Mm -hmm. brake work, you name it. And here's the cool thing that really impressed me when I visited Billy Taft and Big O Tires the last time. That dude is customer service extraordinaire. Absolutely. He's been like that uh, as long as I've known him. I've known him a long time. He's a great guy just like off the court than he is on the court. He's just A+, plus and I, I love that dude. He's, he's really, really genuine, and he knows his tires. And if you're having problems, let's say, let's say this weather is crazy, okay? It's raining a bunch. Go in there and let him put new windshield wipers on your car besides going and trying to do it yourself. I'm, I'm speaking by experience here, Jimmy. It's, yeah, it's, no. it's a terrible, terrible thing to do, putting wipers no. on yourself. Uh-uh. No. Big believer in big old tires of Lebanon and Barstown right here in the heart of bourbon country. If you're in for the bourbon trail, your car kind of messes up on you, go see our friend Billy Tapp. Pit stop. It's all it is. Pit stop. You're in and out and uh, off. To the uh, next distillery. There you go. Big old tires of Lebanon and Bardstown, a proud sponsor of Two Shots on a Barrel. 
right, so one thing we've learned on Two Shots is it's important to know where to go when you need a good attorney general. Yes, sir. It's very important nowadays. We've had to get one of our own here lately, and uh, we got the best in the business. We absolutely do, and we found out one morning when you go visit Don McCauley, you better enjoy bourbon and stick around for a while. Because not only is she very good and an expert attorney, she also knows her bourbon. She does know her bourbon, and she knows where to get it, and she will not tell me where the secret stash is located. But that's okay. But she'll bring out many of the unicorns that she has in her house, and and we enjoyed uh, spending time with her. But on a serious note, we know that uh, folks listening out there need to have good legal representation. Don McCauley. Don McCauley, you are right. 144 West Main Street in Lebanon, Kentucky. Her phone number is 270-692-0684. If it's legal anything, she will take care of it. She will be there for you, and she will be the voice that you need to get through this situation. We're talking real estate law. We're talking business law. We're talking anything criminal related, uh, divorce, you name it, bankruptcy, any of those things, Don McCauley can take care of you. If, if, If you're nervous and you just don't know which way to go. If you need that voice, call Don McCauley. Once again, 270-692-0684. Yeah, good stuff right here in bourbon country. Don McCauley, law office of Don McCauley. Thanks. Marion County Trail could be the best value in bourbon-themed travel in Kentucky. You'll experience one of the Kentucky Bourbon Trail's crown jewels, one of the Bourbon Trail Craft Tour's top-rated stops, and something you can't find anywhere else. Organized tours of a bourbon barrel manufacturing facility, all in one place. It's the Marion County Trail. Take your time to tour, dine, shop, and stay all along the way. Explore world-famous Maker's Mark, a hot-ticket item on the Kentucky Bourbon Trail. Limestone Branch Distillery, home of world-famous Yellowstone Bourbon, and one of the top-rated stops on the Kentucky Bourbon Trail Craft Tour. Kentucky Cooperage, the sprawling plant where the thriving bourbon industry's barrels are hand-built and seared with fire for bourbon-aging flavor. And Lebanon, home of wonderful dining opportunities from home-cooked to chef-driven. Unique shopping opportunities, nowhere else to be found murals for your selfies, and overnight accommodations that range from traditional to bed and breakfast to bourbon-themed. Go to visitlebanonky.com for more details. Lebanon Tourist and Convention Commission, 270-692-0021. Tired of paying rent? Do you dream of owning your own home? Now's the time to make that dream a reality. Call Lisa, 270-402-4036. Have you outgrown your current home? Need more space or just the opposite? Are you looking to downsize? Call Lisa, 270-402-4036. Whether buying or selling, now is the time. Call Lisa, 270-402-4036. Lisa Kearns Realtor, Exit Realty Bluegrass, 270-402-4036. Call or text Lisa Kearns, the helpful agent. Oh, baklava, baklava. Everywhere. Baklava. You got something on your mouth there, but I, I don't care. <laughs> I mean, where is it? I'll, I'll, I'll lick it off. <laughs> lick it off. It's still you good. Can, you can't let that go to waste. <laughs> That stuff is so good. Thanks to uh, Dr. Mickey Joe and D Leathers working uh, hard on the baklava. You guys got the first batch, too. I, I got to tell you, it was so good, wasn't it, Harry? Oh, my gosh. Unbelievably good. 
Oh, the just, best. You, you can tell. It's it's like I've gotten baklava before, right? From from uh, your lovely wife mm-hmm. and and your mother in law, and it's always good. Don't get me wrong, but by the time you get it to me, right? It's it's been about three weeks later. This is the first time I've <laughs> had I, I've had hand delivered from the creator, fresh out of the oven, fresh. And I got to tell you. Hands down, it is absolutely delicious. So it is. Kudos. She puts just a sprinkle of crack on top of it, and yeah, I mean, it, <laughs> that's that's why your eyes are so big. I'm right ready. Now. I'm cracked Might out. Might be man. sugar. I don't know. <laughs> All right, so I do want to tell you about uh, something that still you got time to get some tickets. Hopefully, they haven't sold out yet. It is the uh, Barktown Bark Ruff Ruff Animal Rescue. Don't miss your chance for a unique opportunity. A barrel of Heaven Hill bottled in bond. That's going to be 200 bottles of bottled in bond uh, bourbon from Heaven Hill. One lucky first place winner and up to seven friends will join Master Distiller Connor O'Driscoll for a fun and educational private barrel selection bourbon tasting of seven year old heaven heel bottled and bond barrels Yum. you're going to be able to out of those barrels pick your favorite and then have those bottled into 200 bottles of the uh, of this of this bourbon and uh, you also will come home with that barrel of your bourbon uh, your bourbon pick how cool is that Tickets uh, for this are hopefully still available. They were going to sell like fifteen hundred. They cost you one hundred bucks. It's an incredible opportunity. The drawing will be held two p.m. on December sixteenth at the Barktown Animal Rescue. That's in Bardstown, Kentucky. We'll link you up on the Two Shots on a Barrel Facebook page once again, so that uh, if you're listening in, you'll be able to just scan the little scanny thing. <laughs> scanny thing. Now look. And- yeah. Did you buy our tickets yet? You said you were going to take... I, I thought that was one of the things that you said no, you were going to take care no, of. No, you, you're, you're the banker. You control our bank account, so I figured you would be okay. in charge of that. I t- I'll tell you what I'll do. Uh, when the show is over today with Harry, uh, I will take good. care of that. And I will go on the record and say if we win, we will include our good buddy Harry yes. in that process. Oh, okay. yeah. All right. Because I, I have no I idea. like it. What are we going to do with 200 bottles of bourbon? So we need some friends I'm to I'm sure share we'll with. figure it out. Oh, yeah. I'm sure we'll take care of a little bit of it. But <laughs> Woo! Wow. So we're uh, with Harry Van Wy- Van Wy today uh, drinking some old for It's the 115. It's, it's causing me not to be able to talk very good. <laughs> What's it called there, J-Bo? It's Old Forester. Old Forester, 1920 prohibition style. Yes. So, so J-Bo, you were telling Harry and I a, a little bit about that. Tell us. Yeah. You know, I was acting all smart, but if you look at the <laughs> under the label, it just tells you right there what it, oh, okay. what it is. You, okay. Yeah. So during Prohibition, Old Forester was bottled as medicinal. That's what that? I use it for. As medicinal whiskey <laughs> at 117 West Main Street under Kentucky Permit Number 3. The typical barrel proof at that time uh, prior to bottling was a 115 proof. Whoa. And uh, it is it is outstanding. It goes very well with baklava. It's good smooth whiskey. That's and it's every sure. bit of 115 proof. Yeah, it's messing with my speaking abilities. <laughs> I noticed. Let's I noticed. see here. I need some more baklava. There you go. Burn it up, I'm going to have to eat the whole box. <laughs> so, Harry Van Wy, uh wow, what a story. So... 
uh, when we were going uh, when we were going to our break, we were talking about Santa, mm-hmm. J Bo, uh, and 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 off the air, you know, Harry was telling some stories about uh, Sabo and some of his interactions with Santa. Uh, I'm curious. Um, you've you've been to Marion County roughly twenty ish years. Where did this did this idea? How did Santa Claus end up? Here? How did Santa Claus end up here? <laughs> yes. Well, like I said, where I grew up in Norwich, New York, a little boy. There was a gazebo in the, 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 the park in there. It was in the middle of town. And there was a gazebo there in that park. And every winter, they would set that gazebo up. They'd bring in uh, the pieces of plywood that looked, were painted like uh, an igloo. So the thing looked, when they were done setting, attaching the plywood to that gazebo, it looked like an igloo, like it was made out of ice chunks ice blocks and that's where santa would go so all christmas season in month of december santa would be in there sitting in that gazebo and he and the kids would go there and sit on his lap so all the kids look forward to that every year oh santa's santa's gonna be here oh this weekend santa's gonna be here and then he would sit there and all the kids could go and visit with him well, that was the one thing that I said here in Lebanon. So, you know, Lebanon doesn't have a Santa Claus. I haven't seen anybody do anything. Uh, and those kids, the Lebanon kids, they need that. I, it was just part of my grown up, so I thought everybody needed that, you know. <laughs> yeah. But so, so I started that. I had my Santa Claus suit. Actually, what started me in it there was a. Uh, Julie Peak over at Gravel Switch Elementary School where my kids went. She asked me would I would I be Santa Claus in her classroom. So I thought, hmm, yeah, well I guess I can do that. So I went over there and got had a suit and went over there and ho ho ho'd those kids. And I loved it. I loved doing that. And then I said, I'm gonna do that for this whole town. So then I started. I started being I went to the all ended up being going to all the schools all the elementary schools, St. A, Lebanon Elementary, Calvary. West Marion, Calvary, Glasscock. I went to all the elementary schools and uh, ho, ho, ho to all the kids there. I had my picture taken with them and just made them all happy. And I ended up uh, sitting in a chair out in front of my office, my business office, ringing a bell and singing Christmas carols and, and opened that up to have parents bring their kids to sit on Santa's lap, and that grew bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger each year. And uh, I really enjoy that. I love seeing the kids and having the kids come up and get on my lap and making them happy. The, some of the things they say and do the way they are is unbelievable. And it just it does my heart more good than it does yes. them. You know, they're, I mean, they love it, and I love it. So that's how that ended up being, uh, how I ended up being Santa. It was just something that I wanted to do. I saw a void here in Lebanon. I saw something that I thought Lebanon needed, and uh, 
It, so I started doing that. Is it true that uh, one year you had uh, Buddy Elf show up with some syrup and run him down the street in front of? Is, is, did that happen? Yes, that actually happened. Yeah, <laughs> that was. I've seen pictures, but I just couldn't believe that Buddy Elf would I, come join. I you. was just looking at those pictures this morning on Facebook. They came up in a memory. You know how the Facebook. Got, oh yes. You know, there they were. There Buddy was him and Santa Claus. Wow. I mean, you you brought out the big dogs, man. <laughs> It what? was a lot of fun. It was surely was. So I got to tell you, Santa didn't always have to bring out Buddy, though, to have long lines. No. Oh, no. it was unbelievable. The lines ended up being going all the way down Main Street, yes. down around this building here, yes. to, around the corner. Yeah. And yes. it was cold. <laughs> it was cold out. <laughs> I got to tell you a sto- cute story. This is the kind of stuff that keeps me going, that keeps me doing this. Is you know, I would go to all of the elementary schools, and they would have their own thing, however they set it up to have their kids come and sit on Santa's lap. Well, this one time, this is, goes back four or five years ago, this one little boy's up on my lap. And one of the things that I said to a lot of the kids, it was just a thing that I started saying, and it worked good, it was I would say to you, to them, now, you know... I can remember last year when I got to your house, I was really hungry. Do you think you could put me out some cookies and milk? Oh, and they just think that's the greatest thing. Santa just asked them to do that. So then they will. Okay. Well, this one little boy, I said that to, and he backs up and he looks at me, looks me right in the eyes. And he says, well, Santa, I think we can fix you up with some cookies, but... The milk, I don't know. He said, I don't know about the milk. We'll have to figure something else out with milk because I'm black toes intolerant. <laughs> <laughs> he cracked me up, little turd. <laughs> oh, my gosh, that's great. I know. Oh, that's awesome, man. Yeah, you never know what they're going to say. You know, just this week, you know, I've been kind of down under the weather here the last yeah. few, few months. Getting better now. Good. Yeah. But this week, I got delivered to me at my home. I don't know how many there are. There's probably 100 to 200 cards, handmade cards from St. A, from St. A Kids. How cool Santa, is that? Santa, we hope you're feeling better. That's we awesome. hope you're getting better, blah, blah, blah. That's what they all were. They're all saying. Man, that melts your heart. Oh man, you should see them. You know, and they put some time in. They cut things out and pasted them on there, and you know, see, you you make a difference, man. You, you do. <laughs> you you totally change my kids' lives, change my life, and it's all just by knowing you and uh, your happiness and your glow and just your. I don't know. It's just. I mean, just out of the blue, he'll do something so sweet and kind. Or some random person, and it's just, it's, it's, um, you're what you said, it was much needed in this community. Oh, yeah. it was, yeah, yeah, it's, and, and it comes around, you know, what you do something good, and mm-hmm. good comes back to you. That, that, how about that year? Uh, I was in that, I was in one of those Christmas shows at Center Square. Oh, yeah, I, still I remember, remember that. that. <laughs> I remember that. Woo! <laughs> little Salem was there, yep. That was before he had the courage to sit on Santa's lap. But I called him out. I thought I was going to get the best of him. I said, well, I'm going to call him out here. I'll get him up here. No way. <laughs> <laughs> 
tucked his head, boy. He did, didn't he? He tucked his head, and he was not coming up. Was that the Elf on the Shelf show where uh, I was hanging from the rafters? Yes, the yes. probably, probably so. It's probably all coming so. back to me now. Yeah, things I shouldn't have done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a little Basil Hayden get you do a lot of stuff. Backstage yeah. may have had something to do with that. <laughs> See all this stuff. All this happens in a small town. That's why we're all here. That's what we love about a small town like Lebanon. You're not going to find that in New York City. Mm-hmm. You know, is uh, you're right. Now, with you being under the weather, everybody understood that it's it's best to Santa work behind the scenes, getting stuff done without yeah. being around a bunch of germs this year. Uh, if you're feeling better next year, oh, I'll be back in full okay. bore next year. Awesome, yeah. awesome, yeah, yeah, cool. I'll call Buddy Delph and make sure he's there to help you as well. <laughs> Yeah, with his syrup and yeah, mm-hmm. and, his and spaghetti. And, yeah. Oh, gee. Yeah. yeah, yeah, might as well. You know, when I think about uh, Santa, there Santa's got a lot of helpers. Uh, he's got a lot of guys that go out and does his does some work for him. Yes, he does. Uh, you were a guy that man, you put you, you all right. J Bo could become Santa today. And put on his white beard and, and and yada yada. You are authentic, and you have a process, and you show this on social media. It wasn't an easy process, no, it's not. But yet you do that, and so when kids see you, yeah, they see the real Santa. They see Santa, they do. Yes, they. do. It's incredible. Every this is the first year in twenty years. I haven't been completely white at this point in time. Sure. Because I go through, and my wife, you know, she was a hairdresser in a previous life, and she she uh, bleaches my hair and beard, and it takes like three or four times to get it white, as you see what color. Yeah. It. Mm-hmm. So the first time it's like light brown, and then it becomes yellow, and then it's pale white, and then by right. about the fourth time it's pure white. So everything is white. And these kids, you got to be that way. Because they look at you and they look at you in the eyes and they want to see. Mm-hmm. They might pull on the beard. Mm-hmm. And they, you, know, you can't trick them mm-hmm. too good. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's what I, I would do that to go through that and be the real authentic as much as I can Santa Claus. I loved it, man. Yeah. There's, there is no other Santa Claus. I saw, <laughs> you know, I saw Harry uh, the night of Dickens. Yeah. And yeah. And I'd, I was wandering around Dickens' night without being Santa yeah. Claus. I was just like, yeah. like lost. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, uh, I'm looking around and I'm thinking, where's Santa? Yeah. <laughs> and, and, I mean, you were doing the same. Yeah. And, and so then, uh, you know, you. I know one person walked up to you and said, we're, and yeah. that was that was our buddy Charlie Garrett. Yeah, I know. And and, and yeah. I'm sure he probably wasn't the only one. I mean, you've been such a part been Santa for so many years yeah. around here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Santa well, needs a break. Everyone, he'll once be in a while. back next year. Yeah. Yes. All yes. right. Uh, want a quick uh, quick break, and then we'll come back and kind of uh, wrap this show up, man. All right, brother. Uh, you better eat some more baklava, man. It's I've, had, I've had three pieces. <laughs> the last piece, I'm actually back to talking norm. That's true, sure. So the baklava is working. All right, stick around. We got more two shots on the way.
Are you looking for a clean, fun podcast that you can relate to? Well, we've got it for you. Cross the Line, 1524, originates out of Indiana. Former high school rivals, now our buddies sitting around a speakeasy bar, talking about common day events, common things. We keep it light, they keep it easy. It's a good time. Check out Cross the Line. 1524. You can find it on all the podcast apps and players. You can also check them out at CrossTheLine1524.com or check them out on Facebook, Cross the Line two shots i bet our buddies up in indiana on cross the lines 1524 would love to have a santa like we have here in marion county oh they don't have any santas up there oh they not santa. like our santa hoosiers <laughs> don't believe in anything christmasy there yeah. it's all about they think the only thing crimson yeah. you're supposed to wear is an indiana jersey that's it that's it <laughs> yeah. they got Poor a lot guys. to learn yep. yeah we oh. love those guys so check out their podcast uh, cross the lines 1524 you invite them to our studio next time they're down yeah. uh said come on in and set up and do your thing uh, uh and we hope they can yeah. take part of that they're big buddies with Stephen fonte out of limestone yeah don't hold that against them no i'm just kidding fonte now listen if you're looking for a four-wheeler <laughs> Go to our Facebook page. Uh, they got a, a promo on our Facebook page. I posted on there. They sell four wheelers. They sell honey. They uh, cook into everything. Oh my gosh, everything! And they have agreed to that switch. So I'm going to be hopefully joining the Cross the Lines uh, crew and traveling the country with them. Yes. While uh, Dwayne or or Jeff or somebody's going to be joining. This studio. Yeah, they said uh, Dwayne is funding all the travel uh, expenses. I love it. I love so, it. So uh, thanks, Dwayne. Appreciate yeah, it. Appreciate you. Uh, shout out to GNG uh, Productions, John Graves, How Good, doing good things, free and live on Facebook. We uh, appreciate those guys. Uh, had them on the show. Uh, so check out all the primetime sports season right now. That's right. Uh, look them up on Facebook. They will, uh, man, they have all of these games. It's like watching it right on TV. It is. It's I'll, unbelievable. I'll, I'll, I'll HDMI it to the big screen, and yeah. man, it's like you're. You're watching uh, ESPN or something. Uh, Also, a shout-out, J-Bo, while we're doing shout-outs to uh, the Two Shots on a Barrel-sponsored Marion County Youth Basketball Team. Oh, yes. They're doing well. They're doing well. 2-0. 2-0. We we only go with champions. And so so we're proud to uh, support those kiddos, Salem and the crew. That's right. And you said Salem's not playing with the Cousins. They're they're not on the team. And and Salem, if – Harry, if you know Salem uh, (laughs) – Uh, you know he loves the smack talk. Yes, and does. so I asked J Bo if he was smack talking his cousins, and he said, "Oh yeah, oh <laughs> Look, yeah." They play Sunday. You go Salem. I need to come see. You that. need to come I, Sunday. I, I, yeah, I, we need to go there. Yeah, it, yeah. it's going to be a, a brawl, family brawl right there. And it's not just two cousins. There's three cousins on the other team that's coming at him. So, oh man. So he's ready. He's already told his teammates. Yeah, <laughs> we got to take these three down. Uh, so Harry Van Wyde. Um, I know many of your 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 family. Obviously, Sherry is uh, Sherry is a sweetheart. Uh, 
we, we talked about Gabby. Uh, love Gabby. Chelsea, how can you not love Chelsea Rakes? Uh, beautiful kiddos too, especially oh, kids. especially that their oldest little girl who's probably what now about yeah. three or four, five, yeah. six. Yeah. Yeah. She is a she is a firecracker. She is and uh, little Joanna. Oh my gosh, uh, just incredible! Uh, and and we got to know our good buddy Harry the Third <laughs> and Harry the Fourth. Which one's Hair Bear? Hair Bear is the fourth. Okay, gotcha. I they were both. Them. They were both Hair Bears. Oh, they were. Yeah, okay, yeah. gotcha. So, I was Hair Bear actually. At really? One, at one point. Yeah. So you're just carrying on that Hair Bear <laughs> tradition. That is so cool. Yeah. You, you've got uh, always enjoy uh, talking to your family. You got a great family. Oh, man. thank you. You know, thank you. It's I think so. The 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 only the only thing I've got to. You know, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna bring out any kind of negative, do it. It's got to be that Gator negative. <laughs> oh, my, that's yeah. where my son went to school. You know, yeah, he's, yeah, he's a Florida yeah. Gator. Yeah, through and through. Oh, he is, man. He big time. And, and here's a here's another uh, maybe unknown fact about Hair Bear the Third. A dude can sing he and can. play a guitar. Yeah, he can. He's, He's good. good. Is that something? Did you yeah. ever do anything like that? Just a little bit. Yeah. Did you? Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of fun. Wow. He, he's he's an impressive rascal, though. <laughs> and he teaches over there at uh, Marion County High School. He does. He loves he does. it. Absolutely loves it. Again, here it all is. Small town USA. Yeah. Where else do you get this stuff? Yeah. You know. You know. It's, it's incredible. Just think, if you didn't move here. You wouldn't have Daniel Rakes as your son-in-law. <laughs> I mean, come on. That's right. We wouldn't have I mean, little uh, the, the kids, Joanna right. and little Tucker. That's Tucker. right. And yeah. it was meant to be, Jim Reed. It was meant to be. So you still, you, we talked about the Braden, Bradenton connection. You still like to go back down there, I though. still do. You know, I have family there. My, uh, I have two daughters that still live there. And... Uh, Sherry's father lives down there, and actually, he lives in Venice, town okay. south of Sarasota. Uh, so I still have a, a lot of family down there: a sister-in-law, uh, two brothers, yeah, two sisters. So, but so don't I, don't tell Jim that he'll he's been already trying to find a place hey, to stay for spring hey, break. I'm going to stay with Harry's family. Ah, uh, see, I knew where you were going. We can find you a place. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay with Harry's family. Uh, so great connection still there. When we put the post out on Facebook, uh, there were there were new names showing up, and and I saw the connections, and I was like, and then I, I it had yeah. to it had to have been one of your daughters because I was like that is freaking Harry Van Wy <laughs> had to have been. So give give your daughters in in Florida a shout out. I sure will. I surely will. Yeah. Yep. So what's their names? Nothing like family. It's uh, my oldest daughter is named Lisa. Okay. And then my kids all in a row that they are. Then comes Harry, my son, Hair Bear. And then comes my daughter, and he lives here, of course. Then comes my daughter, Kelly, lives in Bradenton. And uh, those are the three older ones. And then I've got the two that were here from here, Chelsea and Gabby, yeah. that grew up here. Yeah. Those are my five. Awesome, man. Those are my five. Fab Five, right there. You know what's funny, Jim, uh, is uh, one year, uh, you know, quite a long time ago, we were at a basketball game, high school or 
or one of the rec league basketball games, mm-hmm. and we were sitting there, me and Gabby and uh, my son's daughter, Vanessa. I love Vanessa. <laughs> well, you know what they are? You know what we all look like? We all got that round face. I mean, it's pretty it, you know, <laughs> obvious that we're related. Yeah. <laughs> This one little girl goes walking by. She's walking by the bleachers where we were all sitting, and she looks, she turns and looks at all of us sitting there, and she goes, you, you, and you all go together. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't know who she was. That's awesome. (laughs) Pretty funny. That is hilarious. Yeah, yeah. No, we mentioned Gabby. I had a chance to, to coach Vanessa, too. And you talk about I, – I, I coached Vanessa. I don't think I coached Vanessa in basketball. You had her for f- baseball. I had her for ba- uh, baseball. Yeah, yeah. And you talk about a hoot. <laughs> She's and, something else. And I still see her out. A and there, There's only one Vanessa. That is incredible. Yeah. That it just doesn't make sense. You it know what she sense. did one year, Jim, a few years ago? And this is one of my most precious memories of at Christmas time right here in Lebanon. It happened is we went to, she was in grade school. We went to Glasscock where they had a Christmas program there. And they had a singing part where all the kids that sang, that were in this, sang the song, uh, I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. Mm -hmm. Well, Vanessa was like the solo artist of that production, of that song. Mm -hmm. And so there I am sitting there watching it. Instead of saying... I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. It was I saw grandpa. I saw Grammy kissing Santa Claus. Yeah, and it was so. It, I think about it right now, and it melts my heart. Yeah. You know? Oh my gosh. So, yeah. Yeah. That right. is so cool. Well, Harry Van Wyn, on behalf of uh, Two Shots on the Barrel, we want to thank you for keeping us out of tax trouble the last couple of years. Amen on that one. Yeah. Amen I on mean, that one. I mean, we've been close a few times, and you dug us out. But, we get uh, there. Yeah, that man. one time, he really dug us yeah, out. he did. He's like, <laughs> I mean. And we'll, I, we'll fix it. We'll fix it. I thought I was going to have to send you to the IRS prison. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> Look, man, and I'm sure you do it, have done that for a lot of other people. Uh, Van Wyde Tax Service right here in Lebanon, Kentucky, one of the best tax services. Companies in the world. Thank you, Jay Bo. Six nine nine five five zero zero. Yep, right here. Call so, him. so, so. Here's a true story. Here's a true story. My my dad is my dad is eighty five, and did sweetest he, man. In oh, the my world. oh my god. Oh my god. And, and did his taxes. Dad ran a small business. Did his taxes his whole life up until I don't know when he was a few maybe years ago. Yeah, maybe eighty ish. Yeah, and. It finally got to the point. He was just he he could not do it anymore, and he so he calls me and he says, "Who do I? Who can I get to do this?" And I gave him I, I honestly gave him two names, and and one of those names was was Harry Van Wye, and Dad went to Harry's. Yep, Harry has been the perfect. Selection for my dad, and oh, and and he's he. I, I just can't say enough because I, I and and even after that, there's been some things that we've had to navigate. I never have to worry about it nope. because I know Harry is taken care of. We're him. gonna take care of him. Your dad is a pretty sharp cookie, I'll tell you. He he, he is. He is. 
uh, and and he's he's battling some some things. You know, God God help us all if you know if we get old enough. And but you're right. My dad was one of those guys that could do anything. Anything superhero, but you know he got to the point where you know Father Time was was in yeah. uh, and, and tax laws. I mean, let's face it; those things are freaking complicated. Yeah, I mean, you gotta. Yeah. They're they're not so complicated. They are, and so. Uh, but Harry was right there, and I'm I'm so grateful. We're taking care of him for sure. So, what's the name of that tax service again, Jim? That is Harry <laughs> Van Wy, right here on That's Main right. Street, Lebanon, Kentucky. Next year, you'll. St- can find it easy because there'll be Christmas trees. Absolutely. That's right. We missed them this year. That's right. They'll be back. They will be be back. back. And uh, we'll have some flashy lights out there and a big Santa chair and... That dude right there will be sitting in the next. <laughs> I love it, man. It's uh, yeah. I do too. I love it. Yeah, I'm missing it this year, but we'll yeah, be back. I'm sure, man. We'll be we'll back sure. at it. Harry Van Wye, buddy. Thanks it's, for having me. It's brother. a pleasure. We are so happy you could come by. It's my pleasure. I really enjoyed it. Where yep. else would I find a place where I can get some good baklava, some good bourbon? bourbon. Mm-hmm. So it's all good. It's all good. Look, we even sprinkle in a little bad bourbon just for extra measures. <laughs> I mean, you know, woo! Try the bad so you can taste the good. That's Ooh. exactly right. May the names be held secret secretly. Yes. All right. That's gonna do it for two shots. We appreciate Harry Van Wy. Make sure you go to our Facebook page, uh, Facebook group. Check us out. Thanks to all of our sponsors. Until next time, I'm Jimbo. Had to think about my name for a second. I'm Jimbo. <laughs> all right. God bless you. Better have another shot.